Hey, Emily. Hey, Stephanie. You uh, want to do a podcast? Absolutely. Welcome to Cycle Chats, a podcast to destigmatize what it means to be a woman. This is episode 76, the start of something new, where we get to sit down with two cool cats who started this journey three years ago. That's right. It's us, Emily and Stephanie, the owners and hosts of Cycle Chats podcast and now Cycle Chats Network. I think I'm definitely getting my period because... That was emotional? That was very emotional for me. Oh my god. Okay, so another thing that I just didn't tell you. Stephanie and I haven't seen each other in a while. It's the end of the... Yeah, yeah, it always feels like we want to do... We do these things when we haven't seen each other in decades. Yeah, it's the end of my semester, so I have a a bunch of grading. Stephanie's in her new relationship, so now it is, you know, about juggling so many things, but I had a huge pregnancy scare. (sighs) Yep. Wow. I was a week late for my period which basically never happened i mean were you dancing with the devil we were dancing with the devil a little bit the last two times okay like dancing with the devil to completion no not to not just like we didn't see god at the end okay or the devil didn't take i don't know what you would say you just took we just took a little lap around through the gates of hell yeah 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 we saw the sights we came back we saw hitler we shoved a pineapple up his butt it was all good love that movie it's so good it's a great movie (laughs) it's a great movie if you don't know the reference, it's a little Nikki. You should totally watch it. So I was a week late. I was supposed to get it last week, and I knew that I was going to get it. I was very, very emotional, but for some reason, I think because my stress level has been so high because it's the end of the semester, mm-hmm. and my body is also very smart because our bodies are, as we've learned, and I think my body was like, well, Thanksgiving's next week. You know what? Just wait. We're going to give you a little bit of a scare. And I told Miguel on Friday if I still have not gotten my period. This was last Friday. I was like, I need you to go get plan B. We got to take it. How far after the deed were you going to take that plan B? So the first time we danced with the devil was two weeks ago. The last time that we did, I know, the last time we danced with the devil was only last week. So you wouldn't have known which one it was. Nope, I wouldn't have known. But I was, I'm not ready to have a baby. (laughs) So I was like, okay. And I was like, I don't even know if you can get plan B anymore. You can. It's behind the counter now. So you have to go and ask. So I specifically had him go get two boxes of plan B. Because I was like, you know what? Our state's going down the hole. And I need to make sure that I'm prepared. So I was like, go get two boxes. Also get a pregnancy test, which he forgot. So Friday comes and I'm like, I know that I'm getting my period. Like I know my body enough. But still the fear of being pregnant was so alarming and overwhelming that I was like, okay, we don't need to take plan B on Friday. I said, if I don't get it on Sunday, then I'll take a plan B on Sunday. He said, okay. So on Saturday, I went. I got a pregnancy test. I came home. He dyed my hair. The pre-plan B ritual. Yes, exactly. (laughs) Before I went into the shower, I went pee-pee on the little stick, waited that three minutes totally negative and you know what happened that night got, got my period, period. so of uh, that's what happened it was terrifying but you know what it was actually also very nice to be like okay well what if I was though and we talked about it right my husband and I and we were like if I was we would figure it out and like maybe this isn't the time but it's really nice to know that like I would have a partner where we would 
figure it out. Yeah. It would be okay. Well, so I think maybe I shared my pregnancy scare story where I had just recently had COVID for the second time. And when you take that test, you know that the two lines show up, yes. which means that you have COVID. Yes. And because I had just taken that test like two or three weeks before, that was the last test that I had in my brain. So when I took the pregnancy test, I saw the two lines show up. But what I failed to remember was that you have to have a plus sign in one oh, of them. Oh, on your, yes, on, uh -huh. and so. Mine I, was two lines. Okay, the, so it was uh -huh. the, yeah, yes. this one was like, you had to have the plus sign in the big circle. <laughs> and I saw the two lines and I was like, oh my God. And immediately I was like, I can't keep this child. I yeah. can't keep this thing, whatever you want to call it. I An was alien. like, I, I couldn't, I couldn't keep, I was like, I'm not ready. Yeah. I'm not ready. There's nothing like taking a pregnancy test to let you know if you're ready or not. Yeah. It was, it was an event. This is not the way I thought that we would start this episode, but that, I mean, what a reintroduction. That's the first thing I wanted well, I to think, do. You know what I think it, it sets the tone for is that expect the unexpected. There you go. And I think that's this entire journey that we have been on is expect the unexpected. I mean, we started Cycle Chats because of another company mm -hmm. that we had was a period subscription box. Yeah. And so we thought mm, we need like an educational component. Box didn't work out, but the podcast just kept going. And I think we've got to owe it to the f our very first guest, Nicole Snell. I always say we. I had the question written down. We just didn't get to it. So I think that that is a, a nice segue. I like that. What's interesting too is we talked a lot about like mental health and all that. Mm -hmm. and like I'm sure we'll we'll touch on it a little bit as we talk. But like I think the big Mount Vesuvius that we went through was me ending up in the hospital back to back. Yeah. And then just like going MIA for like a month and a half. And I feel like it changed the course of how I spoke in our interviews. Like the first couple episodes, like I was drinking in a couple of those. And I don't think you can really catch it. But like I listened back and I'm like, God, I'm really, really faking it to make it in these. And I'm more calm now. And I don't really drink. My God, I had half of a spritzer at dinner the other day. And I was like, she I went was like, topless I not, at I dinner. I couldn't finish it. I was like, this is too much. Oh, I had half a Bloody Mary the other night when we went out. Yeah. Lit. I was like, wow, my top tolerances so i made my boyfriend drink it there you and go. then i had to drive home because he was wasted white girl wasted right. that's right aj your white girl wasted absolutely adorable. absolutely he's a good drunk so i want to kind of start us off at who we are right because okay. maybe this is somebody's first time listening and they have i mean they got to know us really well we just spoke about <laughs> pregnancy scares which is terrifying it's every relatable. every person who identifies as a woman has so been there my gosh i mean that is one i think a unifying thing that we have all felt at one point in our life and it is scary so my name is emily palacios i am a college professor of theater arts i am a strong advocate for women and women's bodies and doing Doing what we want to do with them. I am somebody who grew up with a lot of religious trauma and is still working on it. I think that I'm a loyal person, a giver, a really good friend to people if they allow me to be. I also am somebody who probably doesn't like when people don't speak the truth or don't follow through on commitments. That really nerves me up. Yeah, sure does. <laughs> Stephanie is like, I've been on the receiving end of that. <laughs> <laughs> but I love being a teacher. I love being in the classroom with those kids. I'm lucky enough to teach at a school where I teach mostly students from marginalized parts of our community in Florida. And a lot of them have never been to theater, don't understand the need for what it is and what it represents. And just the fact that I get to open that 
door for them has been really gratifying for me. Like I was telling Steph before we were recording and I was shoving food down my face. I had my penultimate class with my students today. So I always do like a spy back or a review of the semester, ask them what I did well, what I don't do well, all of that stuff. I was like, listen, constructive criticism is a beautiful thing and I'm more than happy to take it. But all of them said such nice things. And of course my head grew in size like 10 times, but- Yes. Um, But, you know, some of the things that they said were that I hold them accountable. And I think that's really important. You do that in your friendships, too. Oh, that's good. I'm glad. No, and I can speak from experience because I'm a little more lackadaisical. Like, I won't point things out as much as you do. And I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. So I feel like it doesn't help you in a sense because you don't grow if I like see something that I'm like "Ah, she could change that I'm like "Ah, it's none of my business but then like you're wandering through life thinking that purple was the color for that canva when it should have been blue you know it's like stupid stuff like that I would say that you're you're really good about being like look I gotta tell you how it is this is this is what I think and I know it's really hard to hear but I love you and that's why I'm saying it and that used to the beginning of our friendship was something that was hard for you like you I felt like you felt like you couldn't walking on eggshells baby I do not like to talk to people about problems but you didn't like conflict and I think once you realize like I wasn't just going to be like screw this I'm out and like conflict to me was like oh my god I don't want to lose like it's it's all very dramatic it's very dramatic (laughs) you can tell that we're theater people but it's but it's good because I feel like yeah I feel like you've gotten better about that over the years yeah I think so I I feel like and I want to believe that this the podcast had a lot to do with it too I totally 100% think so but yeah that's kind of like who what I'm about I'm married happily have two fur baby well three fur babies two two kitties and and my puppy but yeah that's kind of who I am and it's always very interesting to like introduce yourself yeah and, and be like this is who I am and well, this is what I'm about it's also like weird I think to talk about yourself in the third person it's very strange but you get used to it when you're in theater I mean yeah. that's we had to so I guess I probably could take a crack at saying who I am my name is Stephanie I am the co-host of this lovely thing we call cycle chats for now we'll get to the name we'll get to it I know everyone's (laughs) waiting little teaser I am a freelance makeup artist I'm a traveling makeup artist so I have gone through a couple of different states and done makeup for weddings I worked at the children's theater with Emily I'm trying to kind of go through like the big life points so I was a children's theater teacher for over six years something like that pandemic happened rest is history but I've been doing makeup consistently throughout that time whoopsies I run into everything a little clumsy clumsy arena over here I have the bruises on my thighs just I'm constantly turning into walls I Um, trip over myself I was diagnosed with panic disorder generalized anxiety disorder and major depressive disorder about three years ago I have since 95% recovered I would consider myself recovered from those because even when I have bad spikes of anxiety I'm still able to move throughout my day just feels not so great but yeah so I'm a huge mental health advocate I am big on the power of kind of breaking in half and then gluing yourself back together because I was a wildly different human being at the start of this versus where I am now. I mean, even just like visually, aesthetically, internally, mentally, my traits of like who I am as a person, I'd like to think I'm just hysterical and drop dead gorgeous. (laughs) 
So I think that's like oh, yeah. number one for everyone. I, I also would like to believe that I'm hysterical and drop dead gorgeous. Like you I are both. You're both of those things. And someone's like, I have never seen somebody so beautiful. And then I open my mouth, and they're like, Wow, this person is a so fart noise funny. comes out. <laughs> they're like, Fart humor and beauty <laughs> taker. They rip you over their back and yeah. take you out of there. Absolutely. Yeah. So I mean, I'm a big family person. Same thing as Emily. I come from a lot of religious trauma, unfortunately, but I've since found my way through faith so I still have faith in a general sense but it's more spiritual than anything else and I would say that's probably about the same with where you're at yeah except something that I've noticed more recently is people that say that they believe in God on Instagram whoo let me tell you their careers skyrocket yeah yeah oh yeah I'm like wow I wonder if they actually believe in this other being or if this is just a way to, to to skyrocket and launch your career this is something that you will not find here we're not going to lie to you as I tell my students all the time I'm going to be 110% honest with you and I expect the same thing in return yeah you know what's interesting because I actually just started wearing my little cross again and this was given to me by my grandparents and so for me it's sentimental but I find it interesting when you talk to certain people about their faith how important it is to have faith in something so I'm never going to put faith in like some imaginary being in the sky but then on the other hand i'm like the trees are speaking man i'm all about I the universe i don't That's know all good for me i love the universe it's a beautiful thing i don't know what's uh, but i'm there. not going to remember that one guest that we had that thanked god at the end of the interview for giving them like the allowance to speak and i was like ah. but you know what here's the thing though emily because i gotta play devil's advocate yeah give it to me yes we don't necessarily believe it but who are we to say if some it, as long as you're not hurting someone i just want them i just wanted them to give themselves credit like i right. i have a problem when you're gonna give credit to this outside being yeah. for your growth no, that was I you get. you did you did that and that's not to say that they don't feel like they yeah. didn't do it but maybe for them giving it up to something else allows them to stay humble that ability to kind of like detach from the pressure of having to succeed that's the only thing I could think of because I'm very like that I used to always find immense comfort when I was younger in having my faith and like believing in God. And I was like, God's going to handle it, yeah. you know. And when I started questioning things, I noticed that I was like, well, if God's not handling it, who who the hell's in charge, you know. And it's like, but then it was like me. But then I was like, oh, my God, me, so much pressure. And so now it's, for me, it's kind of shifted more to like me and the universe working in tandem are going to handle this. So I still give myself credit. But I also am like, sometimes I'm like, I got to I got to give it also to like whatever's out there. Yeah that you know so uh, 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 i know it, it's it, one of those it just left a bad taste in my mouth i was like but you did the work don't then, don't yeah. diminish yourself in order so i don't know that's where our yeah. religious trauma yeah. comes in and i think i understand i get it trust me i get it well now that we've spoken about religious trauma we hope that you're still with us i'm still here thank hope you you're still here <laughs> i want to dive into like our experience with cycle chats and like okay. what we've learned over the last three years because man oh manowitz have we learned a lot. Mano Manashevitz. That's what I'm going to say now. That wasn't a thing that you no. said? Oh, I used to say Mano Manashevitz. No. I don't remember who said that to me, but I love it. Might have been my mom. Discover the Jew in you. Trademark. Trademark. Uh, no, that was from a, whatchamacallit, that was from the Hillel on SUNY Cortland campus. They had a 
sweatshirt that said discover the Jew in you. And I was like, this is amazing. Like the sexual Jew in me. And I bought the sweatshirt just because of that. I just yeah. thought it was funny. I was like, is there a Jew in me? I don't know. I, I found it to be sexually very funny. I love it. it was I love great. It. I, I wish I still had that sweatshirt. It made me laugh every time I wore it. Anyway. What did we learn? What did we learn? Years? Yeah, I, I have I have talking points like the support, the followers, the Ooh, money. So like much. we've learned so, so, so yeah. much. We're going to talk about the support. Let's let's dive right into that. Support. Yeah. Let's talk about support. It's unfortunate that we had to learn the hard way that people really don't want to support you. People suck. Then <laughs> they'll go off and start their own podcast and still not support you, but expect you to support them, which is like really kind of unsettling. One of the things that I want to talk about is the idea of like money and like successful podcasts and podcasters have money so they are able to promote and reach people because the internet is so exciting right like I'm not a TikTok user I don't quite understand I leave that to Stephanie Mm -hmm. because she understands and consumes the content I'm lucky that I understand Instagram and that is really certain to not do it for me anymore because <laughs> man like nobody cares and it's very yeah, upsetting and everybody's got the attention span of like a fruit fly yeah literally you can ask my students who literally definitely anything. have that oh anything over 15 seconds it's you, too much you, i try and them. watch them a five minute like a five minute clip and it's too much too much they're they're gone elsewhere yeah so the money thing is is a is a big thing like people are trying to show you like i went to greece and costa rica and all of these amazing places because I'm able to afford that lifestyle and you go oh my god maybe if I follow them I'll be rich and famous too right and then there's Stephanie and I and other podcasters who are literally just normal everyday human beings who I make me personally not my husband but I personally make below the poverty level as do you oh yeah like both of us significantly below the poverty level. So we can't go to England and Costa Rica and Greece and sign up for $600 programs. Like anything over $50, I have to go, do I really need this? Yeah. Like there's just no way. So I think, you know, that is one of the frustrating things that has happened in this journey is realizing like if you don't have money and aren't showing up as this like super cool thing, then nobody cares. And it's really hard for me to not curse right now because Stephanie is here and we're having a conversation and it's our normal banter so it's like it is very frustrating for me as somebody who is putting in so much hard work so many hours of free labor to really receive nothing except knowledge which is power and I'm happy to continue doing this but I think a lot of people need to realize that just because somebody presents a certain way online and you go well if they do that I'm going to do the same thing and I'm going to reap the same benefit. Nope. They're selling you a big old lie. So I think we have to understand that like smaller content creators, even if it's not Stephanie and I, like even if it's somebody else, like we have a friend that her business blew up. She could care less about us now. She has not reached back out. I just asked her a question. Like we were support, support, support of her and yeah. so supportive of her business. I mean, we bought so many clothes and, and oh, stickers yeah. and nothing, 
nothing in return. And while it doesn't need to be like, well, I paid over $200 to your business and you pay and me back it's, that. It's not even that. It's not we, that. We need you to purchase something. No. But like. Maybe acknowledge. A, a shout out. Anything. Like when we dropped new merch, you're sitting here telling me you couldn't be like, hey, my friends over at blah, blah, blah. They're an awesome podcast. Repost your episode. Like we do that all the time i don't want to sound like a wawa i'm a big old baby and like but it's, it's, yeah that's not what i want this to be but i do but want people to, to hear and understand the frustrations that we have felt over these three years I because because everyone I, thinks having a po- oh that's so cool oh my god what's the first thing someone has ever said to you i'm wondering if you get oh, this yeah. i want to start a podcast How i did was you thinking do it? about starting po- oh, i'd be so good at starting a podcast and I used to be so encouraging, and I think I'm so tainted. Oh, I, I, I'm like, now don't say, do it. No, now I say I'm like, good luck. It's really hard. Oh well, I have the equipment and blah blah blah. And I was, but like, I have the followers. I'm like, okay, great. That's great. Go for it then. You're, you're gonna sell them that fine. lovely white lie. Or you're the type of person that has a crap ton of money. Yeah. And so you are. And you can sell a narrative that doesn't the, the exist. Two, the two women. I that know. We, uh, Spilled that we, all of our secrets. I thought that was a done they, deal and then didn't hire they, us. I guess they rented out a they space. They rented a whole space. They didn't even start their podcast. I'm like, we can't do that. Right now we're in my dining room. My husband had to move all of the stuff out of the way so we could just can, film this. Can we talk about how absolutely strange it is that one of them already had a podcast before? So how were you hiring us for? Because they didn't want to do the work of it. They wanted, you know, to just record and have us do it, which I understand if, once again, if you have money. Oh, yeah. I would love more than anything to to be able to. No one will ever touch the audio of this except for me and my little fingers. I would be more than happy to give a video to somebody, but I see I would micromanage. I know this about myself. I know this about myself. I'd have to be. We're both micromanagers. I'd have to be extremely involved. They'd have to know how I like stuff edited because that's the other thing right is like you can train somebody to do that like I'm also not like you got to clip everything and you're you're more I'm very precise yeah more analytical when it comes to that like you want to make sure that the talking points have all been hit there's not a lot of dead air yes it's it's interesting because I everybody knows this if you've listened before but I'm like a huge fan of armchair expert it kind of what inspired me to kind of how we frame our show Mm -hmm. I kind of inspired myself through that show and something that they were saying is like somebody can be talking for two minutes right but then you clip that two minute thing down to a minute and 30 seconds and now it's so crispy and clean and makes so much sense and I was like yes that's what it is so I do I love the the audio editing I'm not saying I'm perfect but I've definitely learned along the way I had no background in this at all so I'm proud of myself for how long can we revisit the podcast we were a guest on that was two hours long oh my not for nothing I think we're interesting but two hours worth of interesting I don't know about that lots of fart jokes would happen you have to I think decide if this is worth it for the money or not yeah because we make we know money basically we know a, a podcaster but he's super niche down so for him he's gonna get a lot more I think out of it because he's more local so he's gonna get more notoriety because it's about his state that he's in so those podcasts make sense to me what we're doing is a little bit more difficult in a sense because we're talking about a topic that's a little bit more broad we're talking about mental health we're talking about destigmatizing you know what it means to be a woman we're talking about all different facets of women's health and rights and so that kind of reaches a, a much wider audience so it's 
a bit harder to get people that, I don't know, want to support, want to... Yeah, I don't know what it is, but I just wrote my last blog post for this year. You'll mm-hmm. have one after me. And I, I wrote it and I, I was thinking everyone in it. And the last of it, I was like, and this is where now I'm going to ask you a favor. We need to hear from... Hello. Wait. Stopped for some kitty ASMR. I told you guys that it was going to happen. But the last paragraph was a favor from our listeners, from you, the people that are watching this now. And that is to make your presence known. You know, reach out to us, comment on the episode. It doesn't happen often enough, and it's it's really sad. It it's makes disheartening. it's it's really just dis- yeah. That's a perfect word. It's so disheartening. I'm starting to feel like we're the only ones that listen. To no, us. and that's not true because I know I look at the stats. Are we where we want to be? No. There's about fifty of you, and that's amazing. And really, fifty is like the high end of the number. Typically. Like, Celine's episode did not do well. We only got 25 listens, which is so sad. So there's anywhere from 25 to 50 of you, depending upon what the episode topic is. I want to be at at least 100 listeners. And so it is really disheartening. So we really need your help in, in that in this new phase of the podcast, which really does rely on you, our listeners, I need to know that you're here because Stephanie and I, we always say that we feel like we're screaming, but our voices are getting tired. We need you guys to scream just as much. That's going to help us get more amazing guests and have more opportunity and get more merchandise and so many things like that. I think it's really, really important. We once had, you know, like it really is disheartening when people don't buy the merch that we spend over $200 on and then don't get the return you know I one time put out a a story and I was like well you know like would you buy merch would you not and the people that said no I reached out to personally and was like I want to ask you why what could we do better and one person told us that tie-dye is no longer a thing that's not true that's an opinion like I tell my students opinions are like assholes and everyone has one Uh. and then we had another person and I was like hi I, I saw that you said no I was so curious to know like why you don't feel like you want to support us in our business and this person said that they don't support people that don't have clothes for all body types and we go up to 2xl and you know what we don't sell those shirts so like i don't buy anymore mm-hmm because anything higher than that because I don't even sell the 2x like I'm trying to offer a wide variety but if nobody buys anything then that leaves us in a really big deep bad hole and we can't purchase anything anymore like so it is really frustrating I also I remember somebody saying when we had our our period box you need to have it for all people who menstruate but at the time we were just focusing on women because that was our target demographic and once again we're not millionaires so it's not so like we it's started like we off with any money we, we had to pick and choose and we very kindly said to this person we eventually will get there that was the goal but once again we didn't have any didn't support have, in that company we didn't have financial backing to be able to do that and they're like I forgot what it was that they said back but I was like you're picking a fight with the wrong people we are literally on your side and you're fighting with me about what and I was like they're like you're missing the point entirely and I'm like I don't think I don't think you're 
you're you're missing the point i was like listen we wish you the best of luck on your endeavors we hope maybe in the future we'll be able to make you happy but like what am i supposed to do i can't curtail what i'm doing to your needs because you're mad at me because i'm not i'm not oh, what's the word i'm looking for i'm not giving you what you want yeah it, it just it's very frustrating yeah i'll have to trim some of this but, but like it's, it's frustrating it, it's it's very frustrating. You know, I just think if people could find it in their heart, like I said in my letter, to be a bit more supportive, whether that's buying, right now stickers are on sale for $2 and nobody's buying them. Like we haven't sold a single sticker. And that is, it really makes me so sad that like people just don't care. They just want all the free information that you can get. And then anything more than that, they want to throw up two big middle fingers at you and leave. It's not fair. Like something is missing there. And if that's how we continue it, this world, I mean, I wish us all the best because yeah. it's not going to be good. So I think that's like a big part of our journey was this the support thing. The money thing was definitely something. And then I think one of the misinformation things that I thought of when we first started was this idea that like because we'll have people on who have followers, their yeah. followers will automatically follow us. That doesn't happen. No. Nobody cares. It's just sad. It's all sad. It makes me – we're 43 minutes in. So I just – I thought it was important to share some of those yeah. things. Because it, it is support. how support is hard. Support is really hard. It's something that we still struggle with, but I think we've made a lot of strides. Like yeah. I'm not posting on my personal Instagram anymore and like telling people off. I'd like to. I still think I those mean, people should suck a, a lovely BDE, but <laughs> my kids couldn't believe that I said that in class. BDE. Anyway, now that we've spoken about what we've learned from cycle chats, which all the positives of that, let me just like quickly say like the amount of knowledge that I've gained in three years is just unmatchable. Like mm -hmm. I feel so lucky to be able to sit down and talk to these amazing people that are giving up their time for free, who are therefore imparting knowledge on me. Like what a life. Mm -hmm. We've so grown. We've so evolved. We've so changed, which is kind of like what's leading us in this new direction of the podcast so I want to ask you like what you've learned about yourself through this process I have learned that I am not as good of a multitasker as I once thought I was I've learned that I get very easily overwhelmed by the idea of completing something once I get into the task of completing it totally fine but I get I get stuck at just the thought of how much work I have to do. So still working on that piece that I think trickles into more anxious side of me. I've learned that opening up about your mental health is really important because you never know who you can reach with that. So let me ask you, what are the what's the craziest thing in our personal lives uh -huh. that no one well, we talk about it to everybody. I know. It's very hard. But I like, talk about what's everything. What's one of the, the craziest things that's happened in our personal lives? that we've maybe never shared on Cycle Chats or it's been a while since we've shared it. Like, I feel like they all have to do with me. I mean, I've learned a lot about you. <laughs> Stephanie and I worked together at the Children's Theater and we both, I think, felt very similarly yeah. about that place. We loved working with the kids, but we hated toxic. the management behind it. It was extremely toxic. toxic. So working with Stephanie there gave me a really good insight of kind of how Steph works but I think because we both didn't we were passionate about what we were doing but because we hated her so much and what she yeah. stood for I like didn't think much of you getting things last minute and then this was very eye-opening to how differently you and I work I like things done 
in it as much yeah. in advance as possible just so that if there's any issues I can figure it out right whereas you kind of wait that... till the final countdown though I've been yeah. better about it there's been a few things over the last week or so that I've noticed just on my end that I've been better about it so like I've been doing things in advance and I kind of went back to like oh I'll do it you know before and it like didn't go up when I wanted to or didn't go up at all and I was like oh my god so that's now starting to frustrate me that like last minute thing I don't like anymore so at first First, I would text or I would just do it out of anger. I would like if Stephanie didn't get it up on time. Because like tell me. And then I wouldn't tell her and I'd just get it up and like assume that she would see it. Then I got into the phase of and you can all comment and say that this is not healthy behavior. Nobody's gonna comment, so it doesn't really matter. Watch, this is the one. This that gets is the it. one. <laughs> this is the one that gets everybody. I know this is not healthy behavior, but I would then send text to Steph and be like hey, saw this didn't go up, was wondering what happened. I basically maybe once in a blue moon will do that if it's like a big thing. She doesn't. And she doesn't have to anymore. But I, I think learning about that way that you work and like mm-hmm. and and how your brain works because it's not that you you don't want to do it it's that it's so overwhelming because you want it to be perfect right that you don't want to do it well and so I think on the flip side me learning how your brain works that's why I'll send the update text if I notice that the time is ticking and I'm like this didn't go up and I know I'm working on it I'll let her know I'll be like hey I'm letting you know x y and z or do you see this on your end so I've realized that like she takes two little, to tango yeah she needs a little bit of reassurance to know that it's getting done yeah. and while yeah you you just don't I'm sure there's still a teeny tiny part of you that's just like it's just very quiet now. It's not as loud anymore. And you know, it's hard because Stephanie and I are best friends. Yeah. And having to balance friendship and a business mm-hmm. is very difficult because we do want so many things to happen with Cycle Chats Network. We want our listenership to go up. We want to make money. We want to be able to do so many things. But like, once again, if the support's not there, then we can't have it. And that, of course, hinders our friendship again. So it's like, it is very frustrating. So that's the only reason that I get like, <sighs> like, yeah. because I want us to be as successful as possible. And in my brain, I'm like, it's because it's not going up on time. And that's silly because an algorithm's gonna that's not true i mean the algorithm it's partly helps to push true it. but it's not it's it's not thing. completely yeah true. it's very fun to have done this with you i don't think a lot of people have the opportunity to do this with a friend i'm very thankful i feel like we have come so far and with that before we move in and finally drop the name of this new podcast this that you've two-parter. been yeah this is going to be a two-parter apparently This is why we always have deep conversations with each other because we refuse to give up. And I think when we, I wouldn't even call them fights. It's just disagreements. The last one was, I think, our best one. We've come a long way. That's what I mean is like. Maybe that's something that they don't know. Like Stephanie and I have gotten into some (laughs) heavy arguments. And it has nothing to do with our friendship. Nope. Just the business. Literally just the business. because And how we work. So that's what I will say is that one of the hardest things about doing the podcast is when people are like, I want to do it with my friend. You better have a strong effing friendship because three years, two, three, where are we at? Three? What? A friendship in total? No, no, no. A podcast. Podcast. It will, it's going to be three by the time this gets released. Three years and we have still continued to do it. Even despite some of like, our... Some harsh things said to one another. At one point, Emily... <laughs> I think was like I'm taking everything away from you and I was like no you're not I'm like I'm part of this too I'm keeping everything what are you gonna veto it like (laughs) 
was like, no. I had to do okay. something. I yeah. was like, you either do it or I'm I take it, it away. And I'm like, I don't know. No, I, I, I did like, the, mo- I pulled the mommy card. Yeah. And I think she real. but that's the other thing too, is like, I have this thing with authority that I just, I'm like, no one's my boss. And so, so I just stopped treating her like I was her boss. Okay, you know, thank we you learned for saying that because yeah. I appreciate it. it's. This is not an easy thing to do. What are you alone, talking about? <laughs> alone. Oh yeah. Let alone with someone else. Oh, it's probably harder to do it with somebody else. I think yeah. because also, you have two different opinions, two different brains, what? two different ideas of how to work. But Emily, we also don't have like a team of people. Nope. So any Just of the podcasts that you see that are like phenomenal with like two people, they're not editing their own stuff. They're not in charge of the final cut. They're not posting any of their own content. They're in charge of their personal profiles to post their things, which I do. If you follow me at Steph Created It, I do. I try to tag myself in things. I post a lot about. You don't what need I do to follow me. I, I barely do anything. I'm the, I'm the networker. I send Stephanie out for things like that. That's the thing is like they get the luxury of just enjoying this. How nice if you and I got to do this all the time. Yeah. And we were never in charge of anything else. We'd never have those arguments. We'd never have those disagreements. We'd never. None. But since we are quite literally in charge of the whole thing, the whole kit and caboodle. All right. Well, what else? It's the big time. We should probably reveal what our new show is, why we decided to change things up, and like all about this new venture. So Cycle Chats, as it stands as a podcast, got a lot of mixed reviews. We got a lot of, well, I don't have a period. Yeah. What's destigmatizing what it means to be, be a, a woman? woman. Uh, I don't need to listen to that because it's a podcast about periods and I don't want to listen to a podcast about periods. So that was the big reason why this change is happening is because we are so unbelievably sick and tired of hearing it. I also don't want people to underestimate us anymore. Like we used to walk around Podfest with cat ears and like all this stuff that made us look cute and approachable. I'm a person who has feelings and, and something to say. And something to say, I'm smart and intelligent. Just because I'm a woman doesn't mean that you can talk over me. Like I'm done playing the nice little girl. So Everybody who thought that I was a nice little girl, <laughs> you literally can go take a finger and stick it in your butt and maybe enjoy it. Who knows? Right? Anyway, so here's here's the breakdown of this, right? Cycle Chats will now be the name of the network. So we have the Cycle Chats Network. And underneath that umbrella, we have the shows that you may know, which is Chit Chats with Cycle Chats. That is our YouTube. So if you haven't seen that, you could check that out. We have Sync Ups with Cycle Chats, with Cycle Chats. where we feature some of our guests that we feel like had a lot to say and had a lot more knowledge to share. They have four individual episodes of their own that are 20 minutes each talking about those things we have some really amazing guests this year coming out we also have pod swaps which is cycle where swaps. cycle swaps which is where we swap with other podcasters you get to know them they get to know us that way we kind of share the wealth and all of that we are coming up on our new series which is my pride and joy and my baby which is the allies series yeah. which we have decided to call bridge the gap we're very excited. Stephanie has been wanting to do this, getting some cocks in the hen house for a while. So we are going to be working on that. So that's really thrilling. We'll be bringing in men and women and just kind of talking about different things and how we can bridge the gap between yeah. the two genders. So we're really, really looking forward to that. We have another new show coming out, Chit Chats with Local Cats. So that's going to be kind of our niching down of just highlighting Floridian entrepreneurs, people that identify as women 
women and very excited about that. We're all also learning how to do the things that they do. So Stephanie and I will be learning how to play roller derby in a few weeks. Sounds terrifying and I will most likely break an ankle, but so excited. They did tell us to wear cute outfits, so I'm excited too. Yes. Yes. I don't have really a short skater skirt, so we may I have got to you. We, I got yeah, you. we may have to go shopping. Um, and then we have another new one that we want to do, our very, very oh, tiny one that Stephanie has been episode. asking for. We're gonna be doing talking shit with chats, a show, a literally five to ten minute show of Stephanie and I just cussing. ranting and cussing <laughs> about things that are bothering us that week. So we're really excited about that. But here is the big reveal. The big reveal. Who do we wanna say it together? Okay. Okay. Three, Three two. two. One, break, break the, the cycle. cycle will now be the new name of this podcast. So no longer will it be called Cycle Chats. Instead, it will be the Cycle Chats Network. This podcast will now be called Break the Cycle. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. The idea behind Break the Cycle. So what's our goal with Break the Cycle? For me, the goal is to stop effing around. We are going to talk about generational traumas. We're going to talk about toxic relationships. We're going to talk about societal pressures. Societal pressures. We're going to talk about what it actually means to do self-care mm-hmm. and how to move through really tough things as a woman as someone that identifies as a woman as someone who used to be a woman as someone who just feels called and connected to breaking the cycle of their own ish like we're, we're airing out the dirty laundry because that's what we like doing with ourselves yeah it will still be an interview style show we still will have guest experts just like we always have but the interview portion of it is going to be much shorter and then the tag end of that episode will now be you guys writing in your questions for that guest, writing in advice that you're seeking that maybe we can help you with. And the reason that we really wanted to decide to do that is because Stephanie and I have learned so much on this journey and we feel like we've taken away so much. We want you guys to take things away as well. So if we can be helpful in offering you the availability to also write in questions or seek advice for these experts where you may not ever get another opportunity to talk to them we wanted to offer that to you so at the end of every episode we'll be taking about one to three questions depending how involved the questions are from our audience from you so make sure to tune in make sure to listen this is all for you we've taken away so much information and we'll continue to but we really wanted to cater to our listeners we want you to know that we are really doing this for you we're not liars when we say that we cannot do this without you and we want you to be along for the journey of learning and education because that's really what this is all about so we are just so excited by now when this gets released the website will be I was like wait a minute it's okay there's a lot happening so so. much happening the rebrand is crazy and exciting so this comes out 12-4 we will on that day basically the website will kind of be or at least the the store will be shut down and closed you'll still be able to listen to our episodes that's going to be the only tab that's going to be open so essentially when you go to cyclechats.com which that's still going to stay because it's that is the name of the network the name of the network Cycle chats on Instagram will still stay the same. Yeah. So essentially what we're going to do is we're going to shut everything down, but you're still going to be able to listen to the episodes. When you go straight to the website, it'll take you right to where the episodes are. You can listen to it. And then we're going to kind of tweak and turn. Stephanie has been working really hard on the episode, on the episode, on the website. It is like one Um, big episode. It is like, but it is, it's absolutely amazing. We're so excited. We're changing our colors. Like we really are trying to pull back this like cutesy girl 
silly thing that people I think tried to take advantage of and thought that we were just stupid idiots. And I'm like, I literally feel like Elle Woods in yeah. Legally Blonde where I'm like, I'm not a stupid idiot. Thanks so much for thinking that I'm way less important than I am. I actually have a lot to say. Thanks so much. You're gonna sit down and shut the F up and listen to me because I'm here to make a difference. And like, I love that quote of quiet women don't make history. I'm gonna be as loud as possible. So if you don't like that, anymore, we're not interested in like not offending people No, anymore. we're going to get a little bit more political and we're just excited to like really let the truth of everything out instead of kind of sugarcoating things. Because it's important that we actually talk about issues that yeah. we're facing and like I think Cycle Chats did what she needed to do but I, I feel like this rebrand break the cycle is more in line with who we with are who we are now mm-hmm. and more in line with what we talk about and it's not a menstruation podcast it's so much more than that so there you go we do finally we, did it that we, is so yeah. scary do we keep going do yeah we i want to stop here i want to i want to keep going i want to get to the just like we'll start with break the cycle okay questions from you guys who wrote in <gasps> oh, so i have really? three questions yeah oh did you not see these I wasn't sure what they were. Okay. So that's why I'm like. So spill some tea on your best friend. Oh. There's really no tea to spill. I know. It's it's, it's very hard because (laughs) Stephanie and I share our our life. But, and if you ask us a question, once again, I'll be 110% honest. Do you want me to be like, Emily is very sweet in the way that she speaks. She's very judgmental behind closed doors. Oh, I like, am more, incredibly like, judgmental. Like she's good. Like you'll get you'll you'll get the feed from the feel from her that she's got opinions. But like when we're not recording, because I'm the same. I very much there are certain the topics worst. she has heard me spew on and on about that I've I'm trying to educate myself on. But man, sometimes I just they're not gonna take my guns. You know, not that is not one of the issues. But I'm saying it's a very along that vein of like I get very worked up like a conservative whose guns rights are gonna be taken from yeah. them. You know. Yes, I am very judgmental. That is something that I learned about myself. I've, I think I've gotten a little you've bit gotten, better. You've gotten better. Uh, but in college, that was like one of the things that my friends would tell me right off the bat. Like, you know, you're a little judgmental, Surprisingly, right? you're not sexually judgmental. No, not at all. Not at all. That I could talk all live long day about my... But you know what? Which is funny. I'm not sexually judgmental, but I am... I guess, here we go. A truth about me. Oh. <laughs> it's supposed to be a truth about you. I'm not like sexually explorative in the bedroom. I like... She's a, vanilla and that's I, a flavor. Yes, vanilla is a flavor too. Abby Marsh said that and I love that quote. And you should go listen to that episode because she was phenomenal. But yeah, I, I think that is super funny. And then spill some tea on Steph. Stephanie, this is so hard. I know because we're really, it's not like we. Yeah. Stephanie likes to put some fingers in her boyfriend's butt. Yeah. I don't know. Not this one. Not this one? Not yet. Oh, okay. Well, AJ, <laughs> something to look forward to. That you can You're much more, to. yeah, you're much more I... explorative in the bedroom than I am. Uh, yeah. I love a bisexual man various reasons there you go you heard it here first i think oh Ste- you know what there we go that's that's some tea stephanie would love to be in a threesome with another woman and her My current boyfriend yeah. yeah so i think that would be amazing yeah. she's just never had it happen but i really want that to happen for her because it's something yeah. that she wants to experience i think my boyfriend wants to experience it. i'm sure he does <laughs> he is a 24 year old white man and he's probably like yeah baby give it to me he's wonderful yeah. he's like but if you don't want it and I'm i like, know Aw. he's a sweet baby he's he's a wonderful wonderful man i wonder who introduced you 
me. That's the real tea. No. We already spilled that tea on and whatchamacallit's podcast. We can talk all day about it. Okay, AJ. what else? All right. What is your favorite show right now that you're watching? Mine, I'm currently watching The Morning Show on Apple+. Plus. It is fabulous. I will say the first season was very hard to watch because it talks about sexual violence. But my goodness, I, if you like two strong female mm -hmm. characters and that's like what I'm all about. It is phenomenal. It really, really is. It's been a pleasure to watch that show. Together. So I'm notorious for starting shows yeah, and, and then, then not never finish. finishing yeah. them. I just don't like to watch TV. Stephanie's a, a, like a scroller. Yeah, yeah, I'm a social media scroller, which I gotta be honest, I feel like I'd rather watch TV than scroll on oh, social yeah, media. Oh yeah, really? That's very interesting. I mean, I guess in a way it's what's made me good at like editing and things like that for social media. So I got nothing there. Yeah. I guess your favorite TikTok that you've shared with me though is that guy that makes milkshakes and- Oh! Oh, my Who doesn't God. like the content with an old man making a milkshake? So I'm thankful. That's for that. another person that I would love to collaborate with. That is that gentleman? Can he make a cycle chats milkshake? Yes. Let's put that out to the universe. That's what I want. Oh, that was a cat. Just so everybody Hello? knew, this cat has been sitting on my lap for ages. All right, last question. This person wrote in goals for next year. Advice. Like, it's it's really hard to give advice to some like to somebody about goals that they want for their particular life because of course we're not them. So I'll say what I kind of say to my students. Theater is a beautiful thing. If you've never experienced live theater, give yourself the availability to turn off your phone for two and a half hours and go be a part of something bigger than yourself and be more culturally aware. If you're going to post about it, be about it, right? Just don't say something and then not follow through. That drives me crazy. So, you know, you don't need to post the selfie of you in the bikini to get thousands of likes. It makes no sense to me. We have to think deeper and stronger and more understanding because the algorithm is just an algorithm. It's a computer. So it's listening to you. The more content that you double tap that is useful and helpful for you and other people, that's gonna change the algorithm and that's how we change our society. So, you know, just be a good person. If you can learn something new every day, that's something that I try. I also say hello to people. Like we have to understand that yes, our phones are really, really beautiful and there is something that happens online that is a beautiful way of connecting with other people, but connection in real life is so important. So if you don't have people, make a friend circle in your actual life where you can get together yeah. and talk to people because talking to people this way is so different than talking to people online yeah. where we don't see a face and we're just writing angry comments to get angry at one another and start screaming at one another. That does nothing. So that was kind of my take. It's, it's, hard, it's really hard to, you know to, to give advice for, or to here's, do goals for somebody that you don't know. Here's what I would say. Goals for next year. And advice. So if you're asking advice on how to set a goal, be realistic and set small achievable goals. What's a goal that you have for next year then? My goal for next year is to be able to put out consistently more TikToks for us. That's my goal is to be able to, to really hit that platform hard. My own personal goal for myself is to continue to work in the gym to the point where I don't need a trainer. I'm working with a trainer right now and she is fabulous and lovely, but I would like to be able to invite her to work out with me, right? So she's not coaching me anymore. Instead, we're working out together. So I that's, that. yeah. And then I want my own 
You're going to get it. And I'm going to get it. You're going to get it. We're not going to sp- speak about it currently, but no, things but are in the works. There's some options. That, yeah, I think we're, we're feeling good about it. So. so my personal goals is also to continue my workout journey. I've been working out Monday through Friday at home with YouTube videos, and I've I'm so happy just to move just feels so good. I feel so much better in, in my body and, and how strong it's getting. It feels really amazing. A goal for the podcast, I want 100 listeners. Every episode, I want yeah. 100 people to consistently. listen consistently. And that's, once again, up to you helping us grow. We cannot get there without you. We are screaming for help. We are drowning. Please help us. Don't turn away. I'm asking you for help. We need to be better at actually helping people when they're asking for help. I don't need, I'm not asking for thousands of dollars or millions of dollars or whatever. That's not what success means to me. Success is reaching more people. So help us reach more people. I think that's That's it. I think that's it. But now we get to do our new closing line yeah which is as always we hope you continue to sync up with us <laughs>